0: What do you think of this one, Hugh? To be honest, they all sound the same. I mean, they all now, have like the same...
1: <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I'm like, not going to lie. That like little do-do-do-do, you it can it put that in everyone. It sounds the same. Like in all their songs.
2: But... Like a great but wine you know, or beer, you can you can tell the difference
0: if no, you really know it. But I you enjoy it. I can see Elliot pop locking and dropping to this. Like, oh yeah, and trying to do the electric slide and all that. So, in is compared to a fine wine, a moonwalk or whatever. <laughs> but, the but,
2: If you if you can really appreciate it, yeah, you can tell the differences. All right, joining like us that. now, as you could have guessed, our next guest, of course. Kyle will be Elliott Shore Parks.
1: Yup, and Elliott Shore Parks is sponsored by Bet Parks. Open the Bet Parks app. New users, win your first ten dollars bet and get one hundred twenty-five dollars in bonus bets. Must be twenty-one in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem? One eight hundred Gambler.
0: Elliot, how are we doing, what are you doing today? today? What up? How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. So, what do you fall on this? Like, as far as these quarterbacks are concerned, what do you fall at on, on Jalen Hurts and and if he's being overrated or not?
3: You know, it's interesting because I think like in some ways, I think the the better word to use or maybe it would be like we overreacted like like last year after 2022 when they were in the Super Bowl. I remember vividly being on Radio Row in Arizona on a radio station in Kansas City saying that the perfect quarterback looks more like Hurts and, you know, plays more like Hurts than Mahomes, right? So I was fully on the Jalen Hurts, you know, hype bandwagon the one year thing like but I think that now if you look at his three year career, he is probably not a top three quarterback. Like that's not where I would put him right now. He's probably much closer to ten or, or nine around there. And what's funny is obviously is coming off the Chris Sims comment, like Chris Sims had him ranked seventh heading into last year. So you know Chris Sims probably kind of nailed it in terms of where where Jalen was. At the time we all felt it was disrespectful and that it was too low. But that's probably where he's, you know, going to be ranked on most lists, if not lower. So, um, you know, I don't think what he was last year defines him, but I also don't think what he did in 2022 defines him either. I think it's probably somewhere in the middle.
2: Elliot, how close are we to 2022 being the outlier? You think about it. So he said three years as a starter in the NFL. He was decent his first year in 2021. This past year was up and down, but obviously not great. Then he had one the great year in 2022. And you look at his college career. You know, he was probably a decent thrower on a high-level team, and he had one really good year at Oklahoma. Are we going to look back at 2022 as an outlier? Is 2024 going to – like, I'm trying to figure out, when are we going to know what Jalen Hurts is? Because right now it's like he's an average of all these things we've seen.
3: I think next year. I think next year will tell us exactly what Jalen is. He has new coordinators, uh, you know, which people viewed as the problem last year. It will be his fourth year as a starter, fifth year in the NFL – and it's just funny looking back at his what would be his rookie year as a full-time starter. Like that was a successful year. Like I remember Carson uh, in 2016. His numbers were not great. The team didn't make the playoff, but everybody watched him that year and said, "Okay, there is major potential here." What's interesting with Jalen is his rookie year was better than than Carson's was. They won more games. His numbers were around the same, but I thought he played better overall than Carson did. And there was still skepticism about Jalen coming off of that year. So I think if you look at the totality of what he's been, even if you include those games, he started in 2020 towards the end, like he showed flashes of what he could be, but he had turnover problems that season as well, just like he did last year. So next year is kind of the year. Like if he can't bounce back and be more of a top five guy, top four guy, then I think that's probably just, just what he is at this point, which is going to be 10, 11, you know, make some special plays, probably not super consistent. And then the question is, you know, is he worth the, the contract they gave him?
0: Do you look at Jalen, I mean, from the, the, what you've seen in training camps and everything else, and does it look to you like he has trouble reading defenses? So, I mean, it would be tough
3: for me to say, honestly, just, just because, like, I'm not back there in the pocket. I did not play quarterback. So, like, I don't want, you know, I, I, I'm hesitant to say it. But, but I will say, like, if you look at how defenses treat him, they blitz him like crazy. Right, like they they come after him, and I think that's because they feel confident that he is not good at seeing where the blitz is coming from or the team as a whole. Right, I think with the blitz pickup last year, I think Jalen was the biggest part of it, but the offensive line wasn't great against the blitz. Um, the you know I think the coaching staff ultimately probably could have done more to help. So I think you know through the time on Jalen's career, if we're talking about totality here, it does seem like opposing defenses don't feel Jalen is great at pre-snap recognition.
2: Elliot, a story yesterday or a report yesterday, whatever you want to call it, or uh, uh, however you want to frame what Craig Carton said on TV, what he heard, right? Speculation on TV on FS1 about the Eagles and kind of alluding to something big that happened last season. Elliot, when you think about all that we've heard, all that we've talked about, do you think the Eagles have a culture problem that they have to fix this
3: offseason? So I think the Eagles' biggest problem is that they did not get good play play from their best players last year. I think on defense, that's mostly the case. I think on offense, that's mostly the case. Like, A.J. and Devontae certainly had great years in their their own respect. But I think the biggest problem where the issues start with the Eagles is that they just didn't play well enough and their season collapsed. Like, if they would have made the conference championship or the Super Bowl with the things that, you know, if if what Craig Carton is saying is true, like, yes, those things would have still happened. And even – when they were 10 and one you know you heard things about like maybe the locker room wasn't great but ultimately like winning is the best deodorant and i just refuse to believe that the people because it's basically the same guys the people that were in that locker room in 2022 completely changed for 2023 like maybe did they not handle pressure well maybe they weren't as great in 2022 as we thought yes i think that's true but i but i ultimately feel that the reason the season seems so bad from a culture perspective is because they lost a lot more than they did in 2022.
2: Elliot, the other thing that uh, Craig threw in there is he wouldn't be surprised if a big name, high-profile star player, is not on this team. And, you know, everyone kind of has the name pride they think of when they hear that. But let me ask you this way. Do you think the Eagles should shake things up this offseason? You know, should and I, not Jalen Hurts. He's the quarterback, and he's still young. But just in general, should they try to run this thing back and fix around the edges? Or do you think this team is in need of a shakeup?
3: So, I... When I heard what that question made me think of is, if you remember back in, I think it was 2018 or 19, they moved on from Malcolm Jenkins. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of reasons. He was older, like they didn't want to pay him what he was worth. There, was, there were tons of things. And I'm not saying Malcolm didn't get along with Carson because that wasn't the case. But part of the reason I think they moved on from Malcolm was so that it could be Carson's locker room. right? So Carson could become like the real leader of that locker room because Malcolm was such a great leader and people followed him. So to that question, like, do they need to shake things up off of the Craig Carton thing or maybe Jalen, you know, whatever. I don't think you can make decisions on the field in a major way based off of locker room dynamics. Like the, I, I think it matters. Like the team, the team has to get along and the players have to get along. But ultimately if there is a player on your team that is really good, but maybe doesn't get along with someone else, you can't move on from that player because of that. So I don't think they have to shake things up. I don't think they need a major overhaul they need their quarterback to play better. Like, that's really what it comes down to. If Jalen cuts his turnovers in half next year, we're probably not hearing about all these things. But last year, he turned the ball over a ton. It impacted the offense. The defense was terrible. And now everyone hates each other, right? So I don't think they need a major shakeup. I think they just need to play better.
2: Elliott Parks joining us here. All right, Elliot. tomorrow night, the NBA revs back up. The Sixers are back. Elliot, what's your expectation for the final month and a half of the regular season? Uh, we, know, we don't know when Embiid's coming back. You know, optimism that he'll be back for the end of the regular season. But they have Buddy Heald now. Uh, what do you think? Month and a half to go. What's your, uh, what's your expectation for how they finish this season?
3: You know, In some ways, I have no expectations, which is kind of refreshing because these last few years, I've been on an island saying the team can win it all. They're, you know, they're built to win all those things, and they haven't done it. When I look at the team right now, I think there's a real argument to be made that if they get MVP Joel, like if he comes back for the final six, seven games, they get a healthy MVP type Joel in the playoffs. They're just as good as anybody else in the East. I think they have a good set of role players around Joel. I think Maxi will need to step up in the playoffs, but ultimately they have the talent. The issue is I have no idea what's going to happen with Joel. You could tell me he's going to come back and be great, or you could tell me he doesn't play again this year, and I think the percentages are roughly the same. So going into the second or you know final stretch of the Sixers season, I don't really have a ton of expectations because we have no idea what the team is going to look like. Elliot, we'll end with this. What was
2: your reaction to all the reaction to the NBA All-Star Game? I heard you with, uh, with Jack and, and Ike yesterday in the afternoon. Because you know, for a day or so, as everyone collected themselves after a longer weekend, it was everywhere. How bad the NBA All-Star Game is, how bad the NBA product is. I heard your camera this morning, and I agree with some of what he said about the NBA. It's not what it used to be, and it's changed over the years. What, what's your, we know you're a big NBA guy. What's your reaction to all the backlash the league is getting right now?
3: Yeah, everybody just needs to relax and let people have fun. This is not a competitive game. This is not a go-prove-you're-the-best-player game. It's a fun weekend. It's a fun game. It's meant to highlight the best players in the league. Like, I heard a lot of people saying, well, they scored over 200 points. Great. That's because they have talented players playing in the game that can make shots from the logo, that can take so many threes. The reason these All-Star games weren't competitive back in the day is because these teams couldn't score as much, right? So, like, they weren't able to shoot all these threes. So to me, like, look, I love watching the NBA. I love competitive games. In the years where the All-Star game is close, like, you know, four points in the final two minutes, yeah, that's awesome because it happens organically. But all these things about, you know, trying to make it so it's competitive, the nature of the event is not a competitive event. It's a fun weekend. These guys get there on Thursday. They do a bunch of things. Like, everyone relax and let these players have fun at a fun event when the rest of the year they play plenty of competitive basketball.
2: Elliot, always appreciate you hopping on. We will talk soon and I'm sure there'll be a lot of Eagles drama as the off season unfolds. Thank always you, Elliot. Drama. Yep, sounds good. Talk to you guys, There he goes. Elliot Short-Parks there What is his take on the NBA. Alright, speaking of the NBA, Doc Rivers. I mean, I've never seen a tenure like this. He's been with the Bucs what three weeks. we got to let you hear in a few minutes what he said as the Bucks have struggled in his first few weeks there. Nobody, and I mean nobody, blames people like Doc Rivers. One thing quickly on the NBA, because Elliot brought it up there. Hugh, the All-Star game, I know you didn't even pay, you know, watch. Or care <laughs> no, to I do. watched
0: one minute. I, I watched a few minutes. I watched, I did see the court, though. The court looked cool. Yeah,
2: I, so here's where I'm at on this whole thing. And I know it was a big reaction Monday. We, You know, we were off Monday, but I just am less interested in the NBA than I used to be. I think it's like ten different reasons. All you know, it's together. a lot going on.
0: I, I mean, just, it's it's and it, the all to me the All Star game is not fun because most of the people that are playing in it outside of the actual game and the three point competition is like you don't know who they are.
2: Yeah, and I think the players don't care. I, I think the the NBA has a problem where they want me to care and they don't care. I think that's the biggest NBA problem I noticed right now. The the regular season, a lot of games. You, you see they, teams go through the motions. They don't care. They lost Christmas to the NFL. They don't care anymore. There's like when am I when am I supposed to get other than the Sixers? Like following the Sixers, why am I supposed to care about the NBA regular season? They let 20 teams in the playoffs now. The stars of the league, I don't think are as compelling. The young stars, like in the NFL, the young star quarterbacks, you are compelling. They're interesting. I mean, I I don't care about Shea Gilligas-Alexander. I mean, maybe this is because college basketball isn't as popular, so I don't know who these guys are when Mm -hmm. they get in the league. I just, I I used to love watching the day-to-day of the NBA, the All-Star Week, and I I just don't care as much as I used to.
0: I think part of the reason why the NFL is so popular is because there are new stars made every year, and it gives fans a chance to to, to get a new jersey and, and just follow the new player. I think when you talk about the NBA like for the last uh, 2 decades it's been what LeBron and, Steph. and everybody else yeah. Ste- you know Ste- what I mean? put stuff near him Well yeah. yeah well well no I'm just saying like when you talk about the stars the stars have a lot of cachet and for for that reason a lot doesn't change
2: But the, they they're not developing new ones that I care yes, about Yes
0: that's what I'm saying yeah. a lot doesn't change and the fact that the stars don't participate in some of the stuff yeah. that we want to see. Like, one of the fun things, even though the Pro Bowl, to me, is the same as the NBA All-Star game, but I think more people are engaged because the stars in the NFL actually participate.
2: Yeah, and the NFL doesn't need it. Like, they, they, yeah. we, we all watch the regular season. The NBA kind of needs All-Star Weekend. That used to be a big thing for them. It's, it's not anymore. It's a good point on the stars, though. Like, you know, the NBA's always had it. It went from Magic and Bird to Jordan to Kobe to LeBron to Curry and now, what, what? Who's like? What am what, I supposed to gra- gravitate do you, towards? Do now? you know
0: what I remember about the NBA All Star Weekend? The one of the last ones that I watched. I remember Spud Webb <laughs> won the slam dunk contest. That was one of the I'm last damn. ones you watched. No, I just it was remember in the 80s. Like, like that's what I'm saying though. But but follow me for a minute. Vince Carter, like when he went, it's over. Oh, like yeah, you you awesome. know like. I'm just going back in the archives and think about the ones well, that are. Michael that and matter Dominique, yeah. Because those are the ones like with Vince Carter. Like Vince Carter, if I'm not mistaken, is the last, the last of the unicorns that actually was a star that, that was in the, it that was in it. He's one of the Blake, last ones. What yeah. Blake?
2: Blake Griffin had a moment. Yeah. Blake
0: Griffin, uh Dwight Howard. It was a few of those guys. Well but now we get Mac McClung. You get guys, you'd be like, who was that? Who he played for? Yeah. Yep. I mean, and it's not their fault because they you know, they want to participate. They sure. want to work on their brand. But you remember after the Slam Dunk Contest, that's when all the revenue started working, uh, rolling in and guys was getting paid or whatever, like the stars. It's just it doesn't have the same cashier yeah. anymore.
2: Th- there's a lack of urgency, a lack of – I I don't feel they care as much, and I don't care as much. 215-592-9494. Back to the phones here on all the jail and hurt stuff, uh, including, I mean, really the, the crux of the conversation. I mean, it was Chris Sims that got our – Got the, the wheel going here with the idea of overrated. Not, I don't think he's the most overrated player in the NFL. I think that's that's over the top by Chris Sims. But the idea that we overrated Jalen Hurts as a fan base, I, th- I think we did. He's a good quarterback. I have him 12 on my current list. We had him top five last off. Let's go back to the phone lines here. And then speaking of caring, you got to hear this stuff from Doc Rivers. I mean, it. Doc puts oh. – uh, No one is better than Doc when it comes to making excuses when he loses. It's the best. Joey from the Dove Truck. Hey, Joey. Joey.
4: What are we doing here? I'm not even saying good morning to anybody but Kyle. You, we usually see eye to eye. Brock
0: Purdy. No, so you see, guys- wait, could Joey. Before you jump all over me like a bunch of quigs, let me let me be get fair. Get him, Joey. Get, let me be get, fair. Get, <laughs> get fair, his Jordan. ass, Joey. I said when I made my list that I have recency biased, and being in the playoffs did matter to me. That that's that like that's what that's, that's how I, I made my list. So That's now fair. you can jump all over me, Joey. <laughs> all right, now I'm going to jump all over you because you both put him above Hurt. But I know both
4: of you would not trade Purdy for Hurt. No.
0: Not but, a chance in hell. Not a, No, but the list was who are the top 10 quarterbacks. Well, for me, Joe was the top 12. But the list was who Joey, are the top 10 quarterbacks. Him.
4: he outperformed him. He
0: outperformed by a lot. <laughs> no, no,
4: no, no, Time out because if you really look at the playoffs, Brock Purdy made every play for that team to lose two games. Because his team but was Joey, so good. Joey,
2: no stop! He played better in the Super Bowl than Hurts played against time the out. Tampa he's Bay Buccaneers. Out. Yes, he did, absolutely. Yes, he did, absolutely.
4: But did he did he get them to the Super Bowl by playing good in the playoffs, or did he almost lose both games? No, I, I thought the
2: last drive against the Packers, he was spot on. Last drive, See, he was, was spot that on. That
4: was, no, no, I'll give you that. That absolutely was. I mean, let's but not, that, I'm not let's not honest, pretend. Hold on,
2: let's not pretend I put Purdy like two, two or three in the league. I think he's the no, no, the eleventh no, no. best I quarterback. Be
4: good,
2: I, they're both good young quarterbacks, helped out by what's around them need good coaching around them he just he was so much better this
4: season so much I, better I agree but let's look at it like this the, the uh hurt came out and the books out on him you know what I mean they they know weaknesses our uh coordinators were did an awesome job in uh game planning against that but you've got C.J. Stroud about about uh, again above him the book's going to come out on him too, and he's going to have to make adjustments. Well, and then, uh, but Joey, I'll he react is. then.
2: I'll react.
4: I mean, fair that. No. But fair enough. You know, this happened, and
2: I'm not saying Stroud is Mahomes, but this is what happened to Mahomes, right? Mahomes jumped on the scene, looked like an MVP, won an MVP in 2018, and everyone's like, "Well, how high are we going to put him?" It, he, and he never left the top five. So we'll we'll see where Stroud goes. He's obviously really good. We'll see.
4: Oh, that's fair talk. But if you're going to put the guys above him, you got to be willing to trade him for that person.
0: See, I don't agree with that.
2: Well, but no, but Joey, that's different because that—that's that would be in terms of like who would you rather build a franchise around. Joey, good phone call. I have Matthew Sta- Matthew Stafford, I believe, right now today it, played better this season than Jalen Hurts. But not trading for him, no, because Stafford's thirty six. Yeah, and Jalen Hurts I mean, is twenty six. I mean,
0: no, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that, Joey. I, I think that I, I look at it in a vacuum to a certain extent because it's based on a this year. Like now, as as the body of work goes, and I've said this, I believe Jalen has is going to have a better career than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy had a he the last two seasons of Brock Purdy have been phenomenal. They've been amazing, yeah. Been phenomenal. And I, I'm not gonna take that away from him. But when you when it's all said and done, if if I wanted the two quarterbacks, I'm taking Jalen over Brock Purdy all day.
2: All right, let's let's hear from Doc Rivers here. So Doc got to the bucks, what was it, two or three weeks ago? He jumped in. They fired Adrian Griffin, and it's been a struggle. A couple of weeks ago, he blamed the schedule they were on. I mean, no one likes to blame the schedule, as we know, with scheduled losses here in Philadelphia, more than Doc Rivers. Well, yesterday, as we get ready for the second half of the season, listen to this. It's basically Doc saying they shouldn't have even hired me.
5: Personally, I, you know, I'll be honest. I, I told our owners uh, when they called. I said, I think you... I don't understand why you're doing this, you know. Um, and they said, you know, one of the things they said was, "Well, it doesn't matter. We're, we've done it now, and um, we, we we want you." And, and so that was a tough one. I didn't. I, that was. That's where you had the hesitation.
0: You know what? We had a conversation. I'm, I'm not going to get into detail. We had a conversation this morning about an individual that didn't like the job that they're doing. That's basically what Doc just did. Doc, Doc took a took a like Doc, that's career suicide right there. Why would you even say that? He took forty million dollars. Like, why would you even say bucks. that? Like, why would you? Why would you? Why like I like Doc, but that right there, no baby, that's not what's hot in the streets right there. That you don't do that. <laughs> you don't also, say that. It also struck me as imagine
2: if someone you know leaves their somebody, significant other for you, and you say, "Why'd you break up with them?" Well,
0: they wanted to hire you, Doc. It, yeah. it, they
2: hi- they fired
0: Adrian Griffin went, for you. Somebody called me and hired me. Like, to be a basketball – I'll be – and, and, and swear but down, this is what I've always wanted to do for my whole entire life. 40 million. Oh, do
2: we have for more 40, from t- For 40 years. Do Come we on, have more man. from Doc here? What, what else did Doc have to say for himself?
5: Taking a job when you're about to go on the toughest road, road trip of the season is not the smartest decision. Oh, uh, my I gosh. It's awful. That. Can we wait till all-star break? You know, it would have been a lot nicer. It's It's been difficult. It's been probably more difficult than I thought.
2: So doc now as the team is on a little skid entering the All-Star break it's like you know what if i could have went back i would have taken the job when we got the easy part of the schedule so you can't you can't not the uh, tough you, one there
0: you can't even like, <laughs> oh, come on, Doc. You can't do that. I see that. Now I see why J.J. Reddit kind of went at you a little bit. You can't You can't do that, man. The
2: Doc Rivers-Bucks era may, may be an all-timer. He's three weeks into this thing talking about how they shouldn't have fired the other guy, and he took the job at the wrong time. Three weeks in!
1: By my count, he has made more excuses than he has wins. What does he have, two wins? One? Three? I've heard, I think, four or five four. excuses since. Yeah. It's unbelievable. The guys in Cabo before, uh, oh, before the All-Star Oh, that was good, too, brand. yes. <laughs> we
2: have the guys here, half the guys in Cabo. But...
0: but it mm. it Doc is being true to himself though. I, I mean I guess I can't be too mad at him because he was at home chilling and they did offer him the job and he I believe he did say, Well, why y'all calling me? And they say, Well, it's already done. And he like at that point, what do you do, Joe? I mean, you take the money. You take
2: the money. I mean, I would have point. taken the forty million too, but I, I would have at least feigned interest in what I was doing for you. Say, know, yeah. all a,
0: a I mean year. Doc, I guess Doc don't believe in that. I guess he's like keeping it a buck. He was keeping it I can't bar. wait till they're eliminated and he says, I never believed in this I thing. ain't want to be here anyway. Y'all made me come here.
1: I, I can't stand Doc. Like, even as like a guy. At this point, he was such a jerk to us. When he like he, you, you weren't are, here. He, he you weren't here for this. he, he really like. <laughs> no, I've heard. Somebody he treated us like him. we were yeah. idiots. Let me hear. Let and me hear somebody's. We coming. were right about Ben Simmons the whole the whole freaking time. So
2: he made it seem because a lot of the questions at that point were about Ben not shooting. Like, would it be a detriment to the Sixers? Again, it almost feels like I'm speaking a different language when I say this. The Doc Rivers thought we were crazy for asking. Hey, does it matter your point guard doesn't shoot and he made us seem like we had no idea about basketball? Doc,
1: you did the only in Philadelphia. Do yes. people like
2: Doc, if you're playing 4 on 5, it's probably harder to win. Maybe we're not the dumb ones. Maybe this the whole league is caught up to this point, but he made every he made everyone feel stupid here. Yeah, he's a jerk. And now <laughs> He did steal four. It's not like they gave him a one year, like, hey, come in for five million bucks, save the season. They gave him a $40 million deal, and all he's done is complain about it since he got there. It's unbelievable. 215 592 94 94. That's how you hop in. We'll come back at all your phone calls. Did we overrate Jalen Hurts? I believe we did. We all thought he was a top five guy, yeah, and he hasn't been playing like it this year. And of course, the culture or football issue. What's a bigger one with the Eagles? And when we get back. You know, we've been waiting for one more maybe big, big Phillies move. May not be coming before the season. Maybe it's coming in the season. We'll let you hear something that led us to believe something could be on the horizon. 215-592-9494. It's the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
4: Before, and I know I'm sure he gets tired of hearing it, but at what point does Mike Krauth say, hey, you know what, enough of this? And he hasn't said it yet. He's a guy who wants to be like his boyhood idol, Derek Cheeter, and play his whole career with one team. But I would suggest that every player has a limit. Maybe he hasn't reached it yet, but at some point you wonder if Mike Trout says enough. Now, part of that is he's got to stay healthy and perform the way we know Mike Trout can in order to raise his trade value again. But it's just a lingering cloud over this franchise, his future.
2: Ah, uh, here we go again. Welcome back to the midday show, Hugh Douglas, Joe Douglas, so the voicer of Ken Rosenthal. I find the timing of all this
0: interesting. He on, he on, he on the block.
2: Well, so Ken Rosenthal threw that out a couple days ago. When's enough enough? When is Mike Trout going to finally ask out? And then, then Trout you know arrives to Angel Spring training, and for the first time I can ever remember, he's critical of the team. You know, he said I asked him to do more, and you know. But, and he, he alluded to he doesn't want to ask for a trade, but it felt like for the first time he's at least – the, the wheels are spinning in his head. Here, you know what I'm thinking of as I, I sense all this, as What's I listen to all this? Well, I'm just waiting for July to roll around, and Mike Trout seems to be 25 games out of first place, and mm-hmm. for him to eventually say enough is enough. I'm tired of this. I'm stuff. tired. I'm tired of my legacy is going to be lost to history. I mean, he's got, he's got the most inconsequential great career ever. I mean, he's never won a single playoff game and I'm waiting for him to finally say, I I'm want t- out. I'm tired of this And at the same time, we have a, a hole in the outfield here. We bring him in. Now,
0: that's a whole lot of wishful thinking. That's a whole know. lot of ducks that have to line up. It's just in two. That the, that to, what's, what's the two ducks?
2: Two, well, I need the Angels to stink. Well, okay. I guess three, three yeah. ducks. Angels stink. Trout ass out. Phillies in an outfielder.
0: Three yeah. ducks. But it's one of those things where, like, from what I've heard about him, he's been fiercely loyal to the Angels. But I, I guess the short tiny move, probably – I soured him on that a little bit. Well,
2: yeah. <laughs> and the
0: fact that they ain't de- done a whole lot. So, yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, that, that would be something interesting. But, again, how much of Mike Trout are we going to get? Because he's he's been hurt quite a
2: bit. Sure. Well, this season will tell us a lot, right? Is he going to keep getting hurt? Is he, and, and Rosenthal said it there. Will he be healthy enough to raise his trade value so the Angels might be more interested in doing because they get a lot back? I don't know. But I could very easily foresee the the Phillies needing another bat. I mean, I I I think a lot of people would say right now. You, you make the lineup out, and it's like, who are you putting forth, right? There's no perfect four-hitter or guy, another great player in the middle of the lineup. I, I, I think we are heading down the path where eventually Mike Trout is going to wake up one day and say, I'm I, tired of this. I got to get out. <laughs> I'm tired of this. I've it's been time. loyal, and it's not, it's not been a two-way street. He, he's given them way more than they've given him. They yeah, provided probably, him Otani and nothing else.
0: Yeah, and he's probably frustrated with the way his career has gone. You know, you talk about a guy who – how many postseasons has he been in in his career? One. Yeah, that's, that's a lot for a player of his, his ability and his ilk. Because all the only thing I remember hearing about Mike is one being one of the best players in baseball and not really doing a whole lot as far as, you know, in the postseason.
2: Well, he's never won a single game. They were swept in their fr- – just think about that for a second. He, if he stays there, there's a real chance he never wins a single playoff game, let alone a series. Uh, you know what? I I am ready for this. I, I've I've been ready since November when we introduced the idea of go get trout trout fishing here on WIP. Kyle, it feels like this day is if it's coming, it's coming. It's coming soonish. I I I think he's reaching a tipping point.
1: Yeah. Well, he has to. If he doesn't, then you might have to start calling into question whether he's a loser or not. An all-time loser. Like an all-time loser. It sounds strong, but like at what <laughs> point does this guy say, "The <laughs> who, <"Sir." laughs> Well, <laughs> like the camera. Yes. I just think if you're Mike Trout, how can you go through your entire baseball career knowing that your legacy is going to end with you as like what, like hardly even sniffing the postseason like yeah, one that's, time that's maybe? A tough one. that's a tough. It's deal. brutal. So, I mean, just without knowing what the Phillies are going to need at the trade deadline, I still think I would rather spend resources and try and bolster the the pitching depth as opposed to going after Mike Trout, who could possibly just end up getting broken down by the time the playoffs roll around. The guys has not really put together a complete season in in a little while, right? So, and how it's been years. Yeah, um, I think ultimately, at like, at like end of the day, I'm out on Trout. Uh,
2: I'm so in, so in on Trout. You've been in the missing piece. He's the he's the final piece to this championship puzzle with the Phillies. And at some point, it's not just. Because he said the other day, the easy way is to ask out. But guess what? People don't remember, Hugh, the easy way. Like... Does Dan Marino get more credit because he stayed with the Dolphins his whole career? Mm-mm. No, no. It just says everyone says, "Well, he's a great player, and he never won a Super Bowl." And
0: I know people talk about him a lot, but KD—I mean, KD is a champion, and he he had the lead to go get his. So, yes, he did. Yeah. And I mean, guess I'm
2: what? Like, I'm okay with if that. if he never left, do you think people people would criticize him? They'd say he's definitely the best player him. that didn't win. So definitely criticize. It's the way. Sometimes the easy way is the only way, you know, or the, the hard way. If you would consider it that way. The hard decision is the only one. I, this trout thing is on my radar. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Did we overrate Jalen Hurts? T is at
6: college. Well, hey T. Oh, how is everyone doing? T, we're doing I appreciate good. Appreciate you taking my call. Hey, you guys got stock in Elmer's glue? You and uh, you and Hugh over
0: there? Uh no, I do not. Smoking crack is like a great high.
6: Yeah, you must have ate glue, both of you. But uh, we're gonna get to that in a second. Okay. Um. My thing is this: I'll start. You want the good or the bad first? Let's go with go the good. Let's go with the good. Let's go with the good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Put this pistol back in my, my holster real quick. Um, I think I think Jalen's coming year of twenty twenty four. I think honestly, I'm going to say early, and I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm a realist, Joe. When I come to you with stuff and mm-hmm. think about things or research things, I really just looking at the staff that he's had over his career in the NFL and looking at his staff, you know, that's assimilated now for next year. I'm going to put a bold prediction. I'm going to say that next year is going to be Jalen Hurts' best NFL season. Um, when we look at the success he had in the year that he went to the Super Bowl, um, a lot of the things that highlighted was a put-together staff that had NFL experience um, that highlighted some of Jalen's best attributes. Uh, and they utilized his legs, um, their short and intermediate game. Um, and, you know, that might have came off, to that quarterback camp that I brought up to you before. Um, but I, I just think that this experienced staff, you know, going from Shane Steichen and Brian Johnson to Brian Johnson, Alec Fanny, to now Doug Nussmeier and Kellen Moore, I think it just shows me that, you know, they've corrected and overcorrected what they needed to as far as the offensive coordinator scheme and system and even the quarterback uh, coach. And and on the other side, when you lost uh, Jonathan Gannon and went to uh, Sean Desai slash – uh, help me out. Patricia, Patriots, Matt so. Patricia. Mm-hmm. Patricia, Matt Patricia. Now you go to Vic Fangio, uh, uh, and, and uh, even under him, I mean, he's got a, a, a myriad of coaches that have experience in defensive coordinating and multiple years. I'm talking about 10-plus years in multiple positions of the NFL experience at the coaching level. So I just really feel like that, that the idea that they're going to bring four of the five offensive linemen back at this moment because we don't know what's going to happen with well, Kelsey. And most likely they'll bring back Swift. I, I really believe that AJ's not going where, Devontae's not going where. So more or less, it's going to be the same personnel, and they're going to upgrade whether it be free agency, trades, or the draft. So ultimately, the offensive play players are going to be as good, if not better. And the coaching staff is an upgrade. Whether you like Booker Face McBooker, <laughs> uh, Kellen Moore or not, uh, he's better than Brian Johnson. Well, for and, sure,
2: yeah, and he has a track record. Yeah, I think the coaching will be will hopefully be significantly better with the coordinators. I'm with you on that. And, 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 ju- and
6: just, just as much as it is of, of, of Hurts himself, I think the way he's constructed as an as a NFL quarterback and as a man, I just think that he is going to take this personally on himself. He's going to reconstruct himself, recalibrate, and refocus. And I really feel like the distractors that some might have said would have been the marketing, the contract, the interviews, uh, just you know everything that he had to deal with, uh, and the assuming contract that he had of $250 million, I, I think is going to be on the back burner. I think the rat poison is going to go out. and I think he's going to put, put together a season that you're going to be very proud of. It's going to be a top-five season, and he's going to have us uh, in playoff contentions. And I, I really believe that. I'm going to be the first to say it here in the radio. Well, I like that. Um,
2: I, I, like the, I like a little bold, positive prediction. Bold I, I like, prediction. That. I like yeah, that. I like that a lot.
6: It too. It's realistic, though, also, because I'm not putting any numbers behind it. I'm just telling you that he's going to yeah. have one of his better seasons. Uh, now, now, when it comes to you two jokers, um, so, but we but well, I'm going to let you back up and double down. What did you say about Brock Purdy's performance in, in the Super Bowl? Let's let's go back to that. Brock
2: Purdy's performance in the Super Bowl was far better than what Hurts did against the Buccaneers in the playoff game.
6: Okay let's, let's let's make let's make the playing field equal. Let's go Super Bowl for Super Bowl. What the hell does a Tampa Bay game? In, well, in it's, the most
2: re, it's the most recent playoff games that each played. That was the that was the. Yeah, playoff.
6: but you don't measure you don't measure you don't measure quarterbacks by not only their their the championships, but their best their best. I I agree. See, the school. reason
2: I said is because one of our callers said, but "Well, you, know,
6: well, you, know well, you what? didn't want this smoke." No, no, because I, hold, I hold, I on, hold on, hold on,
2: hold on. I said it because <laughs> one of our callers said, "Well, what did Purdy do in the playoffs? He stunk it up." And I'm like, "Wait a second, he, the last playoff game he played." He played better than Hurts playing the playoffs. Like, that's the point.
6: All right, well, I'm switching, I'm switching the game up. Okay, I'm let's go. You, I'm asking you to assess it Super Bowl for Super Bowl. Let's do it fairly. You're fighting unfair. Let's fight fair. I'm here. Guns are blazing. Let's uh, all right, you got?
2: the two Super Bowls that we just watched, the last two Super Bowls, Hurts played, played at a very high level. I thought Purdy played okay, pretty good, not great. And I, I'll say two differences, though. One, Purdy didn't turn it over. Hertz did. Obviously a big moment for the Eagles, unfortunately. And the other thing I will say is Purdy played against a better Chiefs defense than Hertz played last year. This this year's defense was, like, unbelievable. Last year's was, you know, they got better as the year went on. Hertz played better of the two guys, but he didn't – Purdy didn't turn it over.
6: And what you got to say, dark-skinned camera, before I go off? <laughs> <laughs>
0: First of all – I I don't subscribe. To, I'm not talking about the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy had a better season than Jalen uh, Hurts. Uh, uh,
6: uh, uh, uh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Brock Purdy had uh-huh. a better
0: season than Jalen Hurts. Do you disagree with that?
6: What's that got to do with the original question? No, that 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 was you're not no because
0: you're you're trying to lump me into the question. You're trying to lump me into something that Joe said. I didn't agree with that. I, ben- I said, ben- let, wait man, ben- Let, ben- let ben- me ben- let ben- me because ben- ben- we let you, we let you talk a long time, bro. I know you but said, I think I think I think your 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 methodology is flawed because when I put Brock Purdy ahead of Jalen Hurts. And I said this when I made my list. It was based off a of recency bias, which for me meant I, this I, year.
6: I, and I asked. So you know, who had the better? Who, had the better, who had the better season this year? a question. Who had the better season? First, like you do the other. Okay, callings. okay. okay answer answer what's your, my what was your question, first. question, sir? I said. I said. Challenge the new question was Super Bowl performance versus Super Bowl performance. That, to me, I know no Tampa Bay game. But
0: to me, that to me. That doesn't make any sense. I don't I don't I don't I'm not subscribing to that, but if you want me to answer the question, Jalen Hurts played better in the Super Bowl that he played. I
2: think we all agree with that, T T, we appreciate it. Can I just point out one thing though? I think we have a flaw we have a flawed thing where the Super Bowl becomes and I, I understand why.
0: The measuring stick.
2: Let me just point this out. Nick Foles played as good of a Super Bowl as any quarterback I've ever in seen in the
0: history of the Super Bowl.
2: Do you know how many games Nick Foles won in his career after the Super Bowl? Eight. It's like, it doesn't mean anything. It, it doesn't mean any. It's not predictive moving forward. If you are great, you're great. If you're not, you're not. Nick Foles played a great Super Bowl. He wasn't great. He wasn't a great quarterback. Jalen Hurts played a great Super Bowl. We hope he will become a great quarterback, and he had a great season. Brock Purdy played an okay Super Bowl. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think he cost him the game, but he wasn't good enough to win it.
2: Doesn't mean that doesn't mean that's what he is for his career. It's just like,
1: what, what's it's one game. One game. There, there's more flawed thinking here, and it's something that you guys were both a victim of. Is that so the Niners? Yes, they had a better season than the Eagles. Does that automatically mean that Purdy? Did, no. Yes, Purdy had a better season than Jalen Hurts because he was on the Niners, not because Purdy. Purdy is a better quarterback than Jalen hurts. Yeah, I think. It's see a now, very we, flawed see, way of thinking. But, right, but, but see, wait, now we're but, uh, splitting hairs. Well, I don't there. think it's
2: splitting hairs at but all. He's a more accurate thrower, and he's a he better. He was last year. Right now, the last time I watched them play, and he's a okay, better. And he's a...
1: That's my point. Well,
2: but he's, and he's a quicker decision maker. Like, Those last
1: things... last year, he was on the Niners. He was the Niners were like the Niners were like one of the best. And they didn't win the Super Bowl, which makes this even crazier. The Niners are like one of the best football teams of all time. Offenses, they really yeah. were. Yeah, and like it, everything was set up for Brock Purdy to be like conducive to Brock Purdy's success. Yeah, I understand that. Last season, when we saw Jalen Hurts, right, like it, things were not very conducive to Jalen Hurts' success at all. The year before that, Jalen Hurts, we called him the system. Jalen Hurts was. The number one reason the Eagles won, he accounted for, like, 80% of the Eagles' touchdowns, yards, like, all that mm-hmm. stuff. That's not Brock Purdy. Like, I think the best version that we've seen of Jalen Hurts is way better than the best version that so, we've seen of Brock Purdy.
2: I will probably agree with that because he was dynamic in 2022, but it, moving forward, who's easier to predict their future? As long as Shanahan stays with Purdy, he's going to be successful. Nothing's going to change. Like, not, they might not have as good of a team as years go on. They may lose players, but the offensive structure is going to stay the same. I don't know about Hurts' physical ability, and we may play the coordinator roulette around here for the next four or five
1: years. But that also kind of like, so to the purpose of the list, like I, I think we're supposed to look at it as like if all else equal, right? Like it's hard to say... Because you can't put Brock Purdy on the Eagles, you can't put Jalen Hurts on the 49ers, right? So, like, so if they you're are just, where they are. Well, right. So, but but if you're just taking which quarterback you would rather have, you're not taking Brock Purdy on the 49ers or Jalen Hurts on the Eagles. You're taking Brock Purdy or you're taking Jalen Hurts. I think the answer is obviously Jalen Hurts.
2: I don't think it's obvious. I, I don't. I mean, I, I think you could pick that, and I wouldn't argue. I wouldn't yell at you if you picked it. I mean, Jalen Hurts has played at a high level at times in the NFL. I don't. I don't think it's obvious. Purdy's obviously good. I. I. I it is to me. Derek and Paoli. What's up, Derek?
5: How you doing, sir?
2: Eric, what's up, pal?
5: Listen, I, I'm not going to argue about Hurts today, but the one thing, thing I don't like about the list is right. You hold Jalen Hurts on the list of what he did this year, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, like, like Justin Herbert—he's never done nothing, right? I don't think he even has a playoff win. Last year, he doesn't. He doesn't. Win it he, doesn't. He, he made what, he okay. made the playoffs and lost. Yep. Okay, and then you got Joe Burrow. He didn't even finish the year, so you're just going off of what you saw Joe Joe Burrow do prior years, right? But Hurts is one year that he was great. Like it's like y'all making that like it's a fluke or whatever. Well, no, but
2: Burrow has multiple years. Burrow went to the Super Bowl, and then the next—hold on—the next year he went to the AFC title game and was a a penalty away from going back to the Super Bowl. Jalen didn't get out of the first round the year after the Super Bowl.
5: Okay, but you you you're, you're, you're basing it off the last year, right? That's what you. That's what Hugh Douglas said. We going. We going to
0: year. that No, that's uh, my right? list was based so off the of last. I'm year. I'm
2: going right now. Who I think right now is the best, and obviously okay, the right la- obviously the last year is weighted very highly. Yeah.
0: So Joe Burrow is coming off a major injury. So you Joe Burrow's still, high on my list. Yes, he is. Right? Yes, he's I, high no, on my no, list. Derek,
2: I, I think I, I'm going to raise my hand. I think Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Okay.
5: Okay. He. I mean, that's 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 the eye test, though. I feel like the NFL quarterback. He's he's tall he got a big arm and this and that, right? But all these quarterbacks who have that kind of ability, you know what else they have right now that makes them really, really special? They have the ability to get out of the pocket and make plays with their feet. Like, as good as Mahomes, in, as Mahomes is, if Mahomes couldn't use his legs, like, he wouldn't be what he is. I you disagree. I disagree. Right? I, don't know I disagree. The, most of the plays that he makes
2: are outside I, the pocket. I I disagree. Right? Derek, I think right I, I, I I disagree. I, I think Mahomes could win without his legs. Like,
0: like he's he's talking about. He's not talking about running. He's talking about his I ability know. to extend I'm the play. Not
5: escaping, like even in the Super Bowl, the, the two biggest plays he made the Super Bowl involved him doing what? Extending right? the play. But but, but, you're, but Derek, uh, but
2: all right, you, let, let's go with listen your. Listen let's, go, let's go. Let's go at your point. All right, doesn't that make you worried about Jalen? Jalen needs his legs more than Mahomes does, and he he didn't you're look. Right. He he couldn't run this year.
5: When, when listen, I'm uh, listen when, Mc, when McNabb was y'all played the McNabb cut right, mm-hmm. and you said McNabb is talking about Hurts like he's him. He is him. I because agree. Donovan McNabb knows what it feels like, right, to play quarterback in the NFL. He's built like me. Mm-hmm. They're both flat quarterbacks. There's a stigma, so Donovan Donovan McNabb is giving you the unfiltered of what he feels the criticism that Jalen Hurts is. So I agree for you to like try to like. You know, dissect that. That's not under. You can't dissect that because it's going to always be like that. You understand what I'm saying? Like the like the Mahomes thing is. I think Mahomes is right now. I would say, Mahomes got to be one of the greatest ever. I uh, yes. And I'm not saying that he can't throw the ball. I'm just saying like when you like against the Eagles, the biggest play he made against the Eagles like I know, and he did it again. Run. He did it again to to beat the, I mean, the 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 49ers. What, I'm what a, a running quarterback nowadays, and they can throw too. That makes you dangerous. Of course, Josh Allen. Of course, to me, I think Josh Allen is one of the biggest. He don't never get no nothing, and he ain't really. He puts up okay numbers, but he's a turnover
0: machine too, right? Well, he has been, but I I wouldn't say
2: I wouldn't say Allen puts up okay numbers. I mean, Derek, we Allen's putting up forty-five touchdowns a year. Understand
0: what his ire was about though. I mean, he came on upset. He just was upset that we didn't have, like, Brock Purdy was rated higher than Jayla Hurst.
1: That's it. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I am too, so. I mean, it
0: is what it is, man. Y'all got to get over that, man. Because I don't like. Don't, listen, with all due respect to everybody that's in their feelings right now about these lists, yours and mine, I don't see the game the way that you do, and that's okay. But you don't have to come on here so angry. Like, you know what I mean? It's lunchtime. Go get a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go get you a sandwich. Well, or something, you know, dog. Who could, you know who could change the list? <laughs> you know what I mean? Not me, not Hugh. Jalen. Jalen. Jalen
2: was three on my list last year. <laughs> go get
0: you. Go get you a, a, a nice little hoagie. Yeah, this isn't primo. This
2: is Jalen and the Eagles' mm. fault. He's fell to twelve. Not You're my those, fault.
1: Because open your eyes a little bit. Just you
2: know. no. My eyes are very open. Mm-hmm. I, I see production. I see wins. I see. I see really good play.
1: Let me pull I, I, the Eskin on You throw the computer away. No, I don't need And to do open p- your office. I,
2: I didn't have a computer for me when the Niners came in here. Purdy was the best player at the quarterback position all game. He played and, the and Eagles' defense. That's fine. Joe. But, the, but guess what, <laughs> guys? I, I, have a, I have a news. the uh, worst Defense in the time league. Time out. Can we, I, I have a news flash for everyone. Jalen Hurts is going to play good defenses, guys. He's going to have coordinator changes. If he's not able to overcome it, he's not that good.
1: Uh, you're missing what my point was. My point was that Brock Purdy didn't come in and play. Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy played yeah. the worst I defense in football. No, I realize that. I realize <laughs> okay. that. But I mean, there's something like you know.
2: There is, but there's also something to snap the ball, read the defense, throw it. it, it we, we overcomplicate yeah, yeah, we, this. We, Tom Brady did this. I, I bet if you went back, yeah, if you went back 20 years ago, there would have been someone saying, "Well, this athletic quarterback's better than Tom Brady," and he wasn't so, because he didn't play the position the right way.
1: I'm about the Chris Sims you now Go because ahead.
2: I agree <laughs> with you. Well, well,
1: look, I, I agree that Jalen Hurts that we overrated Jalen Hurts. What we're doing right now is like severely overrating Brock Purdy. Maybe, Brock Purdy maybe. is maybe the number one most overrated a, overrated player. A year player ago, in pro
2: we'll, we'll see if he's
1: well, doing this again. The then he's okay, be Herbert.
0: Okay, let's be let's be fair to Brock Purdy because I think we're not because we're looking at him from from the, the the wrong perspective. Okay, let's let's compare it on this. The last his body work in the last two seasons. Brock Purdy had a, a, a before he came to Philadelphia. He had a game run of like winning eight straight. Like, did he not have that when he first? Yeah, when he first came yeah, in. Yeah, he when did. he first came in, Rams are not a quarterback. Well,
1: well, 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 I'm just. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Okay, okay. See, they now, absolutely now we aren't. Are
0: really split. You know hairs. how
1: many Drew Brees seasons he went seven and nine? Is Drew See. Brees not a great quarterback? <laughs> Listen, let him let him cook. But the, <laughs> the like we uh, I like how we all
0: change the narrative <laughs> to fit what we what our argument is. Yes, but the bottom line is this: whether you want to give him credit or not. Brock Purdy had a hell of an eight-game stretch as a quarterback. Brock Purdy comes back the following year. Brock Purdy makes good on his promise to get his team, whether or not you like it, whether or not it fits your narrative, to the Super Bowl. Now, they didn't win. They didn't win. But when you talk about body of work and consistency, that's the, word, that's the key word in this whole conversation. He's consistently been a pretty good quarterback in the last two seasons. Can they, does anybody argue with that? No, no one should. Yeah, no. That's what I'm saying. And 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 in comparison, Jalen Hurts had one of the best seasons you could have, in and in, in the Super Bowl played his ass off in the Super Bowl. But this year he had he faltered a little bit. Correct? Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree so, with any of that. No, I'm but just, what? Like, but my point is this. That's why I have them nine and ten respectfully. Purdy is
2: is an amazing trigger name. I, when I wrote my list this morning, Man, and I was like, if you that. were asked me. Like Joe, who are people going to be annoyed at you about today? All right, and I would have said I have Jared Goff above him. No one's complained about that. Jordan Love, I think we all are impressed. He only did it for a half a season. Purdy's done it for a year and a half, including beating Love in a playoff game and getting to Super Bowl. No one's upset about Jordan Love. Justin Herbert, I guess we got one pushback on that. Matthew Stafford's old and can't stay healthy. No one complains about him. Pur- Purdy,
1: people have eyes. People are watching. <laughs> no, but, but I th- it's not it's difficult not, to understand. No, it, no, there's it, a reason he's triggering uh, for everybody. It's because people know he's not that no, good. Also,
2: there's some bias because of where he was drafted. If he was the number one pick or a first-round pick and put up these numbers, he, people would have a statue you know, the, for the, him. You know
0: what this reminds me of? What's that? Tim Tebow. Remember when Tim Tebow, there was a whole debate yeah, but no, but oh, this, whether or not Tim Tebow could play. But he couldn't even yeah. throw. That, that, that's the, no, that's but the it antithesis like, but this, to your
1: QB wins argument, You is that Tim Tebow won but a but playoff it's game. It's not an
4: antithesis.
0: It is. It is. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, you, you I'm sorry, no. man. I'm but sorry no. to no. do that to you. A legit <laughs> threat. Of no. That's I'm, a tough uh, one for anybody. Antithesis. Opposite. No. Just the opposite. But, no, he won a play. I cannot take that away from Tim Tebow because he did win a playoff game. As much as I like to, he won a playoff game. I'm
2: not with See, this is
0: where we split. 2 Five nine two
2: right. ninety four ninety four. Are <laughs> right, we yeah. come back? Your phone calls on all this. Jalen Hurts. Did we overrate him? And of course, it is a brand new what if Wednesday. You threw it at us. We will react. A great what if? What if in Philadelphia sports history? That's next. Midday show. Sports radio ninety four WIP.